welcome to the Life Story Podcast, where each episode I interview three elders from different backgrounds as they answer a few questions on their unique life stories. I give new light to their fascinating past while reminding young people like myself of the rich wisdom and keen insight that they hold within. These are regular folks, no different from your own grandparents, who no doubt have fascinating tales of their own. You'll get a glimpse of life as they lived it and experiences exclusive to them. These talks are genuine and are often filled with raw emotion that I hope will inspire you in your own lives. So relax by the hypothetical campfire as our elders speak their infinite wisdom and connect us to what was once forgotten. It's not rocket science. Yet that's why we have been blinded to it. Everybody sees the rocket, the magnificent wonder of scientific brilliance. Yet no one sees the real value even if they preach it to their children again and again. Listen to your elders, they say. They carry infinite wisdom, hardly a revolutionary thought. But do you really, truly believe it? Believing it isn't just nodding along with the crowd because it's the kind of thing, kind thing to do. If you truly believe this statement, would you not be amazed by this? Perhaps not. Not yet, anyways. I don't only speak of this as compassion for the elderly, but want to point out a universal truth. So bear with me as I express my theory. So here goes. We are at a time where the information age has come to its peak, and the internet gives you infinite access to knowledge and some bursts of wisdom. In this chaotic world, we hunger and search everywhere for solutions to our complicated problems, and we scratch our heads and wonder why things remain as they are. We have all the knowledge at our fingertips, so what are we missing? Is this it? Has humanity finally seen its end? In our despair, we search for infinite wisdom and we cling to what we find and give it that title. Those are peanuts, in fact hardly a speck of dust to what is actually here in our collective memory. This infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom, is the gift that has been forgotten, thrown aside as we look in awe at space rockets and one day shipping. This is of course the infinite wisdom of our elders. We say this, yet this meaning hardly registers in our thoughts. To me, it's quite obvious. Words do mean what they mean, do they not? Do we not hunger and search for infinite wisdom? And if we say that our elders have such infinite wisdom, why are we not flocking to hear their story so we may learn to fight for today? My theory is that this answer was simply lost in translation, and that we forget that every one of our elders is wise and has something to give. Again, this is not just a feel-good statement. Yet, what I say remains abstract until I simply show you what you already know. Do we not fascinate over the details of the past and the gut-wrenching stories we hear of tragedy and joy from those who lived it? In fact, we flock to theaters in the millions and become engorged in a show that is so real and relatable that we refuse to stop watching. Billions are made through the entertainment industry alone, and yet this money-making machine has just dipped its toe into the infinite wisdom and shown that this is no trivial matter. Again, this should be old news. The infinite wisdom of our elders seems like a simple phrase and yet has lost its power. I'm choosing to rectify that. Could I not ask my own grandmother what it was like to live in Medellin, Colombia 
during the 1940s and 50s? Would she not tell insightful detail, unique about her world, wisdom that no one else will ever know but her? Whether it comes from pain or joy, her experience is the wisdom. Could I not take her unique experience and learn immediate lessons that I could apply today? Could I not be fascinated by her unique take of what happened to her and take the joy from those intimate moments of laughter and also learn from the tragedies so we may not forget the loss yet also remind ourselves of our ability for resilience? Could I not be inspired to write a book, movie, or TV show that took elements of her life and brought it forth once again? And most importantly, could I not take the life lessons that she earned through decades of struggle and apply it to myself so I can finally change? Seems to me that we, the younger generations, forget our elders and were never really shown their true value. We say it, yet we don't listen to our own words. This will all change now. As you listen to this podcast, I know this message will spread like wildfire because I know it's what people want and need to hear. And those who need an extra nudge on this subject, let me come at it with a more pragmatic approach, I'll bet even a selfish one. The wisdom and endless stories can be used in the way that I mentioned before by making movies, TV shows, and books of any kind. This is not news, yet rarely rarely applied as much as it could be. I have a third phase to this project where I will help connecting creatives to elders who are open to going more into depth with their life story. You can use this connective experience any way you like, yet from a creative point of view, it's an absolute goldmine, both in literal knowledge and for storytelling. Do I need to remind you of the hunger that we all share for our elders' knowledge? That infinite wisdom that we have substituted for cheap knockoffs and false beliefs? The hunger for unique and original stories in film and television is never-ending, and yet we never look where they are abundant and in fact infinite. And that's just the entertainment industry that I know, and I know very little. So that's the tip of the iceberg really, in just that one category of our world. In fact, every retirement home in your city is filled with this infinite wisdom, this sacred elixir that is abundant in every and each resident who likely carries a solitary existence, often forgotten by their own relatives. Whether you live in Tokyo, Medellin, Harare, Toronto, Ituango, or Berlin, you know full well where they are, and now you know full well what they're capable of and have to give. If you are compassionate, you will go. If you hunger for wisdom, then all the same. And yet, even if you are a fool, then your greed will still have the better of you and you will also go to visit your elders. Who wouldn't want a sacred elixir if not to share, then at least for themselves? This is just the beginning, so join me in this cognitive revolution as we look to those once forgotten and enrich in our society once again. said is no secret and in fact a universal law of our world. Many may be skeptical of my theory so I propose a little game, especially to the men, the money men, and the bankers of our society, Wall Street, Bezos, Musk, and even the Oracle of Omaha. And this little game is a bet, an all-in wager in fact, as I'm willing to put all the money I have on the line. You ready? 
and it's this. My podcast and everything connected to it will make billions within the next 5 to 10 years. For you to win, I simply have to fail like any other arrogant businessman would make such a foolish claim. Thing is, I'm no businessman, and I have no time to obsess over money. I simply see humanity for what it really is, and realize one simple truth about what makes humans the apex predator above the ferocious beasts we have conquered. You really think it's our ability to count, or reason, or build cities. You really think it's making fortunes in the stock market, or holding the most weapons. Are you so sure? So sure to bet it all, all your billions. <laughs> we do not survive the cold tundras and scorching deserts using any of these things. Nor did we defeat the Nazis or topple the Soviets with them either. We do not fight through the bitter hells of this world through simple mathematics or amassing vast fortunes and riches. In fact, it's much more simple than that. And that is compassion. We are the apex predators the apex predators on this planet because among many things we have compassion. Compassion means to struggle together, does it not? Together we are an unstoppable force. Together we are invincible. Pretty words yet also true. All we have to do is look at the endless accounts where heroes have stood their ground together, suffered together, and built a legacy we praise. Let's apply, apply this to the bet, shall we? My idea for life story originates from compassion and will connect millions of people around the world to the infinite wisdom of our that our elders hold. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. With comparison, with compassion I mean, the life story project will raise billions upon billions in the next five to ten years. It's only a matter of mass execution. Why am I so certain, you may ask? Because I'm not betting on myself or any individual project. I'm betting on a universal law of humanity. One that has been proven thousands of times throughout history and in your own lives. Someone who listens to this, everyone who listens to this in fact, will know it to be true. All they have to do is look back at these last two years of COVID and hardship and all the terrible things that we have faced. And ask yourself. Did the money really save you? Did your arrogance make you strong? No. It was your compassion, your unity that kept your family whole. When the snows fall and the white winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. George R. R. Martin. An undeniable truth, and one I will bet every penny I have on. So I ask you again, my challengers, Wall Street, Bezos, Musk, and even the Oracle of Omaha. Are you willing to gamble it all, all your billions and fortunes that you hold on to for dear life? Are you willing to put it all on the table against a nobody from Mississauga, Canada, who has a measly five grand to his name and never studied or invested in the stock market? Someone who should be oblivious to the art of money making, someone who would never come close to what you've accomplished. Would you? Seems like an absurd wager. And yet? Ask yourself. Why you hesitate to dismiss this nobody's words? Are they ramblings of an arrogant fool? An arrogant buffoon? I don't think so. I think, because I think, you all know who will win this bet. It's only a matter of mass execution after all. 
Our whole way of thinking and belief has been a massive pump and dump scheme spanning our entire human history. Think about that for a second. But I don't want fame or money. As I said, I have no time for such things. Money is better spent on those who need it. And I have many more projects like this one that need my attention. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. Compassion is your ultimate money maker. And virtue is a deadly weapon. Your deadly weapon. So use it. Don't waste another second and use it. And I say this to those who disagree, to the millionaires and billionaires of our society who think they are untouchable and flee free to exploit the rest of us as they wish, to the sons of bitches who dare hurt those who can't defend themselves. Know that you and your way of life is over, that your evil will not be tolerated. You do not seem to understand what is really happening, now do you? Do you really think that your billions and so-called power will protect you. Do you really believe that? Do you really, really believe that? Think about that for a second. <laughs> oh my God, this is hilarious. Now I thought my jokes were bad, but this, this is just pathetic. You really don't see it. Well, let me show you then. Just as the Israelites of old, yes, the same people everybody mocks day in and day out as the money grubbers. You simply forget their own history, so you insult them day in and day out. Just as these same Israelites of old marched around the great city of Jericho, these same Israelites marched around the great city of Jericho, we will do the same as they did. Not a sword will be raised, no gun will be fired, no punches will be thrown, and yet just like the walls of the once great city of Jericho, your walls won't crumble, they will crumble. In fact, they already have. Your money is built on a belief, is it not? And that belief has just been shattered. As I speak these words, there's an army that stands before you. It's one that transcends culture, race, religion, and countries. We are legion, and we are the meek who will inherit the earth. Meek are those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed. They shall inherit the earth. That's what that meaning actually means, by the way. <laughs> and have... We not just done that. With simple words, we the meek have just toppled empires. Empires that now lie in ruins when an hour before seemed immortal beyond belief. Now the meek, meek like myself, will not sit back. We will not sit back as evil persists and harms our brothers and sisters. We will not sit back while you sons of bitches continue to poison our minds and steal from those below, below you. We are ready and we have swords and yet there is no reason for all-out war. You can bring out your Goliath, your champion, your undefeated hero who towers over us all. We simply laugh at this pathetic attempt and bring out one of our younglings. As he makes quick work of your so-called champion, you realize this is no bluff. If our younglings as soft as they are, can defeat your mightiest champion, then how great are the millions who stand at your crumpled gates, crumbling gates. We don't need to fight. War is for fools, and you know it. Sun Tzu knew it, and that's why he wrote The Art of War. You have lost this battle and the war as a whole. 
So I say this to those sons of bitches who dare continue their evil ways. You will pay for it, and you will pay for it with what you love most, whether it be your money, power, or influence. Any Fortune 500 company that continues their corrupt schemes any second longer will see their profits tumble and tumble hard. Their stocks prices crash. Their employees soon out of work, and everything will break loose. Herbalife, Nestle, Dole, the banana company, and even Amazon is not safe. I have a bone to pick with Herbalife in particular. Seriously, those guys are bastards. So I would, so it would be make me really happy if I saw that piece of shit of company fall to the ground. So do the shorting that you like to do, you sons of bitches. Go ahead and rip that motherfucker to pieces. Same goes for any, oh yeah, and same goes for any tyrannical government that remains in place. Like China's barbaric regime. Yes, I said it. China's barbaric regime. And North Korea, along with many others. Now before you begin the outrage at how ridiculous this sounds, I want to remind you that if you think they are too big to fail, then you haven't been paying attention. Not for one bit. Their so-called power, their so-called wealth is an illusion. Fabrication. Total fabrication of our society. Do we not argue that money isn't real? We say this all the time. That the price of a stock is pure speculation. Do we not say this all the time as well? Everything that I have said is not speculation or some twisted moral belief. It's a law of humanity. And I choose to bet on it with everything I've got. So if you're so confident that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, Musk it's whatever, funny pun I guess, will remain at the top of the uh, top, or that the tyrants of China, North Korea, and Saudi Arabia, among many others, will continue their rule, and you haven't been paying attention in history class. Oh, and by the way, I own some Alibaba stock. And so, just want to tell Winnie the Pooh to back the fuck off. The Chinese people have had enough of his bullshit, and can govern themselves. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say something to offend you, oh so-called ruler of China? You and every little shit that rules this so-called, his so-called empire in tyranny? Let me hear how anything that's been said is false. No? Got nothing? Are you sure? Well, I'm waiting. Well, perhaps you'd want me to apologize. Apologize as you'd expect me to for disrupting your day of ignorant bliss, being Canadian and all that. Well, screw that. I'm Colombian. And everybody should know that we don't sit down and fucking whatever the fuck everybody's supposed to say at these moments. So every so time to, for everybody to grow the fuck up. Whatever. I stumble through my words. Who the fuck cares? And you forget, Jing Ji, Jing Ping, however the fuck you say your name, that you are no different than the once great rulers of Jericho, Rome, or England. They fell, did they not? Do you think you're a god? <laughs> now that's funny. You forget who you really are, you fucking rat. Everyone below you now knows who you are, that you are nothing without them, that you are nothing but a little cowardly rat. They are more than a billion strong. And you are but a coward who dares bring tyranny to his own people. 
So I say this, and I say this truly to the Chinese people and any other nation plagued by tyranny. Rise, mighty army. Take back what's yours. Now is not the time for fear. The only fear you see is your enemy is, is, is in the eyes of your enemies. For you are not alone. You are not alone. And you are not weak. Like the great walls of Jericho, so too will the communist regime fall before your eyes. In fact, it already has. So rise, mighty heroes, for your culture is filled with the blood of the greats. Mulan to the monk Jing Gong. Hopefully I said that right. Countless men and women before you have fought greater odds and prospered. And remember that a drop of sweat spent in a drill is a drop of blood saved in a battle. You say this, don't you? And I admire your words. So live it. So what are you waiting for, my brothers and sisters? Two arms, two arms, and watch the walls crumble. I look forward to visiting the proud and free nation of China on the morrow, to drink tea and feast on your delicious cuisine, to talk shit and laugh at the joys of life. For the battle will be won, and we will celebrate. I've always wanted to visit the Great Wall. It's always intrigued me and fascinated me. And knowing I will see the true face of China as I visit this great monument fills me with such joy. I look forward to tomorrow, for today has been a great victory. And to the rest of the corporate corrupt elites of our society, all you care about is money. This town deserves a better class of criminal, and I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, I know, I just quoted the Joker, by the way. So tell your men they work for me now. This is my city. Still disagree? To hell with you then. Well, let's see how long you survive in this new world living as you do. You will pay for not having virtue, and you will lose everything that you have ever valued. How do I know this? It's simple psychology, is it not? The internet spreads content such as this and anything else like wildfire, and into every year on the planet. Before the day is done, your world will be forgotten and the meek shall inherit the earth. Memento more, memento invicta, amen. Remember that you will die, but remember that you are also invincible. That is so. And now, let the games begin. For presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh! The English are too many. Scotland, 
to seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundreds. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? and you may die. Run, and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds, many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take appearances, I think you'll find the cities on the rise. Perhaps we should take shelter. The cities on the rise? Marine is strong. Commerce has returned to the markets. The people are behind you. Well, not all the people, of course. No ruler that ever lived had the support of all the people. But the rebirth of Marine is the cause of this violence. Masters cannot let Marine succeed. Because if Marine succeeds, a city without slavery, a city without masters, it proves that no one needs a master. 
Good. Shall we begin? Do we have a plan? I will crucify the masters. I will set their fleets afire. Kill every last one of their soldiers and return their cities to the dirt. That is my plan. You don't approve. You once told me you knew what your father was. Did you know his plans for King's Landing when the Lannister armies were at his gates? Probably not. Well, he told my brother, and Jamie told me. He had caches of wildfire hidden under the Red Keep. The Guild Halls, the Scepter Baylor, all the major thoroughfares. He would have burned every one of his citizens. The loyal ones and the traitors. Every man, woman, and child. That's why Jamie killed this him. This is entirely different. We're talking about destroying cities. It's not entirely different. I'd like to suggest an alternate approach. Once before, I offered you peace. If you had not been so arrogant, you could have returned to your homeland with a fleet of ships. Instead, you will flee Slaver's Bay on foot, like the beggar queen you are. We are here to discuss terms of surrender, not to trade insults. The terms are simple. You and your foreign friends will abandon the Great Pyramid and the city of Marine. The Unsullied you stole from Krasny's Mona Kloss will remain to be sold again to the highest bidder. The translator you stole from Krasny's Mona Kloss will remain to be sold again to the highest bidder. The dragons beneath the Great Pyramid will be slaughtered. We obviously didn't communicate clearly. We're here to discuss your surrender, not mine. I imagine it's difficult. Adjusting to the new reality. Your reign is over. My reign has just begun.
Thank you for the Armada. Our Queen does love ships. Now, last time we spoke, we made a pact. We violated that pact. You declared war upon us. Though our Queen does have a forgiving nature, this cannot be forgiven. Our Queen insists that one of you must die as punishment for your crimes. It always seems a bit abstract, doesn't it? Other people dying. Him. He should die. Yes, him. He's not one of us. He's an outsider, lowborn. He does not speak for us. what happened here. Tell them you live by the grace of Her Majesty. When they come forward with notions of retribution or ideas about returning the slave cities to their former glory, remind them what happened when Daenerys Stormborn and her dragons came to Marine. Kill them all.
On your left. P-51s. Angels on our shoulders.
sense of joy that I write to inform you your son, Private James Ryan, is well and at this very moment on his way home from European battlefields. Reports from the front indicate James did his duty in combat with great courage and steadfast dedication, even after he was informed of the tragic loss your family has suffered in this great campaign to rid the world of tyranny and oppression. I take great pleasure in joining the Secretary of War, the men and women of the United States Army, and the citizens of a grateful nation in wishing you good health and many years of happiness with James at your side. Nothing, not even the safe return of a beloved son, can compensate you or the thousands of other American families who have suffered great loss in this tragic war. And I might share with you some words which have sustained me through long, dark nights of peril, loss, and heartache. And I quote, I pray that our Heavenly Father may assuage the anguish of your bereavement and leave you only the cherished memory of the loved and lost and the solemn pride that must be yours to have laid so costly a sacrifice upon the altar of freedom. Abraham Lincoln, Yours very sincerely and respectfully, George C. Marshall, General, Chief of Staff. No surprise as you look. I told you, I'm a man of my word. Where's the Italian? Wait. What you do with all your man? You see, I'm a guy of simple taste. I enjoy uh, dynamite and gunpowder and gasoline. What's it? And you know the thing that they have in common? They're cheap. Soldiers were man of your words. Oh, I am. All you care about is money. This town deserves a better class of criminal. And I'm gonna give it to them. Tell your men they work for me now. This is my city. They won't work for a freak. Why don't we cut you up into little pieces and feed you to your pooches? Hmm? And then we'll see how loyal a hungry dog really is. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. To understand why I took a cat nap on 1,200 gallons of high-test fuel, I need to take you back to the dewy slopes of six weeks ago. 
I'd gone international, taking out mass murderers, gangsters, unspeakable monsters. People nobody would touch, except me. I'm gonna touch them all over. Hey, it's Gail calling. Love the shiny suit. Really brings out the sex trafficker in your eyes. I don't speak Cantonese, Mr. Well, I'm not even gonna attempt that. But I did take eighth grade Spanish, so donde esta la biblioteca? Which literally translates to, I don't bargain, pumpkin fucker. Oh. Oh, this isn't Gilbert's. I am so sorry. I thought this was an anal bleaching party. unhappy this uh, motherfucker not doing what he's told and if you would have become unhappy mr benneke wouldn't care for that i'm gonna say no well there you have it let's go find your checkbook ready here we go all right we're walking we're swinging our feet there you go very nice beautiful place you have here this way so the amount's gonna be for six hundred seventeen thousand two hundred twenty six dollars oh. I don't have anywhere near that kind of money. Hold that thought. Got to mention we know exactly down to the penny how much money's in your checking account, okay? Understand? You still want to say that stuff from before? Maybe not. So, $617,226.31 made payable to the Internal Revenue Service. Wh what? Wait, this is, uh... Skyler, Skyler White sent you? Doesn't matter who sent us. For right now, all you have to do is worry about that. Oh my God, this is a, a, a giant misunderstanding. Skyler is a dear friend of mine. All right, just let me call her. We'll, uh... No, you're misunderstanding, Mr. Benneke. Phone call time is over. It's check writing time. This is crazy. Skyler would never do this to me. Sit down and write. There you go. Six hundred seventeen thousand two hundred twenty-six dollars and thirty-one. Yeah, right. You got it. Huel, you happy? <laughs> Huel's happy. All right. 
Everything else has been filled out for you. All's we need is a signature right there. Great. Hard part's over. Here's what happens next. Huel's gonna hang here with you. I'm gonna make sure I get this down to UPS before five o'clock. Way back, I'm gonna grab some sandwiches. Three of us can hang out, play cards, or watch TV or whatever for the next couple of days until the check clears. Painless, right? That's in case you don't have cable. In which case, it's gonna suck. So. He's supposed to be Turkish. Some say his father was German. Nobody ever believed he was real. Nobody ever knew him or saw anybody that ever worked directly for him. But to hear Kobayashi tell it, anybody could have worked for Soze. You never knew. That was his power. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. I know you know something. I know you're not so telling you say something. I'm smarter than you. And I'm going to find out what I want to know, whether you like it or not. To a cop, the explanation is never that You know what I'm getting at, Verbal, the truth! Come on, Verbal, no who do you think you're street, No arch criminal at all. all. Somebody with power. There was somebody who was capable not of tracking us in New York. You think Kaiser a guy like that this close to getting caught and sticks his head out? Because you're stupid, Verbal. Because you're a cripple. What I want to know is who's the gimp. You know, you know the whole fucking time. If he comes up for any reason, he's get rid of me. But I'm sure Keaton is dead. I can't feel my legs, Kaiser. First thing I learned on the job, you know what it was? How to spot a murderer. Tell me you got the cripple in there from New York. Yeah. He mentioned Kaiser Soze. Who? After that, my guess is you'll never hear from him again. trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist and like that he's gone abra, abra. Dime una cosa, señor Escobar. ¿Usted qué puta se cree? Que ni siquiera es capaz de esconder su mercancía, su contrabando. Yo pago por el privilegio, coronel. ¿Ah, sí? Me diga. ¿Y los papeles de importación? Necesito papeles para esos televisores. Lléveselos. Qué pena, señor Escobar, pero es que nosotros no somos la policía de Medellín que se gana una mierda a la semana. No, hermano, es que no es para usted. Entonces. Es para Carlitos. Su hijo. Yo creo pues que le gustaría tener un televisor en el cuarto. Y oiga, Pinilla, su hija acaba de sacar el pase, ¿cierto? 
Pues bien, ahí tenemos unos sistemas de sonidos para carros, pues, muy bacanos, muy bonitos. Ese amiguito suyo, López, tiene una mujer que es una belleza, ¿sí o qué? ¿Sí o no? Sí, pues, una mamacita. Su esposa es muy hermosa, hermano. ¿Qué has hecho con un tipo como usted? Quieren que se me hagas unas joyitas, ¿no? ¿Qué tal si le manda a los muchachos con unos regalitos? Y oiga, coronel, ¿su mamá cómo está? ¿Salió de la clínica o qué? Sí, sí, ya está más aliviada. Ah, es que bueno. Eso nos alegra mucho, ¿sí o qué? Sí. Señores, les voy a decir quién soy. Yo soy Pablo Emilio Escobar Gaviria. Mis ojos están en todos lados. O sea, ustedes no pueden hacer una puta sola mierda en el departamento de Antioquia sin que yo me entere. Sí, señores. No pueden mover un dedo. Un día yo voy a ser presidente de la República de Colombia. Y bien, me gano la vida haciendo negocios. Así que, pues, fresco, tranquilo. ¿Ustedes pueden aceptar mi negocio o aceptar las consecuencias? ¿Plata o plomo? Ustedes eligen. Menos, menos. Listo, pues. ¿Atiento? ¡Sí! Vamos a dejar pasar los, los camiones. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? what? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. He's, he's black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Does he look like a bitch? No! Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, Brett? I did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. You tried to fuck him. And Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. You read the Bible, Greg? Yes. Oh, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Here's the situation. 
Normally, both your assets would be dead as fucking fried chicken. But you happen to pull this shit while I'm in a transitional period, and I don't want to kill you. I want to help you. But I can't give you this case, because it don't belong to me. Besides, I've been through too much shit over this case this morning to just hand it over to your dumb ass. Vincent! <laughs> Be cool! Yolanda, it's cool, baby. It's cool! We still just talking. Come on, point the gun at me. Point the gun at me. There you go. Now, Vincent, you just hang back and don't do a goddamn thing. Tell him we're still cool. Still cool, honey bunny. How we doing, baby? I, I gotta go pee. I'm gonna go home. Just hang in there, baby. You're doing great. I'm proud of you. And Ringo's proud of you. It's almost over. Tell her you're proud of her. Proud of you, honey bunny. I love you. I love you too, honey bunny. Now, I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. That's my bad motherfucker. Open it up. Take out the money. Count it. How much is that? About $1,500. Okay, put it in your pocket. It's yours. Now, with the rest of those wallets in the register, that makes this a pretty successful little score, huh? Jules, you give that fucking Nimrod $1,500 and I'll shoot him on general principle. No, Yolanda, Yolanda, he ain't gonna do a goddamn motherfucking thing. Bitch, shut the fuck up! Shut up! Come on, Yolanda, stay with me, baby. Now, I ain't giving it to him, Vincent. I'm buying something for my money. You wanna know what I'm buying, Ringo? What? Your life. I'm giving you that money so I don't have to kill your ass. You read the Bible, Ringo? Not regularly, no. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know I am the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. I've been saying that shit for years. And if you heard it, that meant your ass. I never gave much thought to what it meant. I just thought it was some cold-blooded shit to say to a motherfucker before I popped a cap in his ass. I saw some shit this morning made me think twice. See, now I'm thinking, maybe it means you're the evil man and I'm the righteous man. And Mr. Nine Millimeter here, he's the shepherd protecting my righteous ass in the valley of darkness. Or it could mean you're the righteous man and I'm the shepherd. And it's the world that's evil and selfish. Now, I'd like that. But that shit ain't the truth. The truth is, you're the weak, and I am the tyranny of evil men.
But I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd.
started out at the end of the road Realized I had a good ways to go I had no supplies, no lover to hold It got cold, yeah it got cold And I spit on the pavement and stuck to the weeds Yeah I choked on the ruthlessness inside of me Oh, it's just blood on your knees, blood on your knees Oh, now ain't the time to die So quit wallowing, wasting and wondering why me And just pick up your feet oh. I stopped at a station with lottery lights It promised a fortune Got dirty. Are you blaming someone else? 